Log Talk Radio. by the way, but you yes. should know that already. The thing that's been really awesome is the friends and the other people, because it has been a break. When did we stop? Uh, we stopped before Thanksgiving right or something. On. Yeah. So it has been a bit of a break, and enough where people noticed, and they said they missed us, and I know we missed us being on here. Yeah. So it's been really cool. We missed us. We did, and some new things happening in the new year. Yeah. Right, uh, real quick, I want to just say hello to two new people, if I may. Okay. They came into the world yesterday. Oh, yeah. To, congratulations to good friends Elisa and Leon. Leon's been on the show before. Mm-hmm. You may remember him from the dream episode. He had a pretty crazy we'll dream of somebody one. running, chasing him with guns, or he was shooting something down a hallway with guns. Anyway, they welcomed in yes. their two new babies. Uh-oh. Luna and Vincent, and that was a little message from beyond. <laughs> oh, I know what that is. Okay. We, See, forget we, were, how to, we forget how to do we this. We forget how to do our show. It's been so long. But I want to say welcome to Luna and Vincent, and congratulations, guys. I can't wait to meet them. I talked to Alicia today. She's doing well. Yay. Yeah. And by the way, we'd like to say we are Authentic You Media's shock jocks and feast of nothing. Yes. Uh, we are rife with salty language. Lots of laughter. Um, we work a we don't, We're not life coaches. We don't know anything. <laughs> we know. Network. Here's, I guess I guess it's safe to say we know what we know, and we know what we're still learning. Yeah. And that's definitely, if you're just joining us for the first time ever, or if you need to be reminded that you're not just watching because we're goofy and entertaining, <laughs> it's because you're coming along with us on our journey. Yeah. That sound like really flowery and obnoxious. I don't care. Because hey. so that's what we're doing. Yeah. So we're like you learn as you go and hopefully you retain it and then grow from it. That's the whole purpose. That's what we've learned in the past and now that's what we want to share with all you beautiful people. And we also we also shared our when we mentioned when we mentioned our uh, Cranford class, it was a class that actually brought us to things like law, law of attraction and the power of intention and things related to the other hosts on Authentic You Media that right. are probably better at it than we would be. And so. that's cool because part of what we want to do this season with our show is get to know some of those people better. So we're going to have a yes. lot of guests on, a little prep for what you can expect. 
definitely going to have some guests, some people that are friends of us that have accomplished some really great things. And we're also inviting some of those other Authentic You guests to come on as we want to get to know them. They know us. Sharing is caring. And, yeah, this is our first ever hour episode. Welcome to our season premiere. 904 TikTok. (laughs) And we're calling it season 3.5 because we are formally soul behind the snark. Yeah, exactly. In our evolution, which is going to be a big buzzword for our show, I think. No, it definitely is. That's our resolution. Yeah. I think that's that's a great way to start off the point of our show. Yes. Is evolution, not resolution. Yes. And that came about, I think, for me, I, I restated, because everybody has their New Year's resolutions, because mm-hmm. somehow a New Year is going to change your whole life. This was something we, I believe when we were younger, we used to probably, we used to talk about this year is going to be the year we blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it always is, yeah. Because we spent a lot of New Year's together, you and I. Yeah. On the couch, being snarky eating snacks, and making fun of all the performers that are performing for the ball drop thing that we thought were lame. Uh, and all those people in Times Square who had to pee. I don't know <laughs> how they do it. Standing there. But I, with our old frame of mind, we would definitely be sitting there saying, well, it's going to be this, and this will happen, and this and this. But then it's like we really realized, or now when we look back, we really realized we never put any work into that. I'm finally going to lose weight. You have. And I'm finally going <laughs> to, finally, but I think around 2010 is when I stopped, or screen, I, around 2010 is when I stopped calling it resolution. Yeah, it's just smacks of cliche, and yeah. it's something everyone says, but then it's, what we wanted to do with this hour is to talk about what are you really, what the, what's the work you're really putting into it, because that's when we finally realized you have to put the work in. Yeah. We sat on that couch whatever couch it was year after year at school or here at my place and saying, this is when everything's going to change. But we then as the year progressed, we just stayed our same ways and we did the same thing and walked the same path and never took other levels to get where we wanted to be. And one thing I'm definitely learning, especially listening to more authentic you and always being like a Hay House Nista is that there is work that comes with it. There's always there's always mental emotional work that comes with all this law of attraction stuff and that's that's I think that's the folly in yeah. why people think it doesn't work or give up on it and things like that because they need to there's work that comes along it just you doesn't happen to. unfortunately I don't know if they sell it yeah. like that Sometimes yeah well, that's just, do. I don't think some people I think some people might not because you have to put the work in to get the results, which is the basic tenet of life, mm-hmm. you know? But I think most people maybe look at that theory as like, I'll just wish it, and then it'll be like, whoop, here it is. Yeah, and I think... It's great to want it and keep it in your thoughts, but you have to... There's work. Path. you got to put your, as Shel Richardson says at Hay House, you got to put your big girl panties on and say that Always. if money's not coming, I better just get a job until I until I put the work into my dream and things yeah, like that. And I'm one of those people who's putting the work into one of my dreams right now with a side project of baking that I'm very much excited about, and I have some people helping me on. That it doesn't mean I – I sat for at least a year or two 
where I was like, I want this to happen, I want this to happen, didn't really do much about it, and then let it go. But now I'm doing a lot more productive things right now about it. Production issues. I know, we're having a little technical stuff, and I apologize. <laughs> I'll keep going. The wonder. So I have a dream, and the dream is to make cupcakes and have people buy them for money, as opposed to, I don't know, like, wool and... <laughs> well, <strong. laughs> no, I was trying to make a barter system joke. But yeah, and <laughs> oh yeah, instead of oh thanks, they tasted nice. I know. Thanks for spending all that money. So that's how that's, commerce works, people. That's the thing is, I'm doing them for friends, and the friends love them. Then maybe strangers will want to pay me for it, and that's like, and yeah, isn't that like that's like basic American dream capitalism? Yes. So let's see if it goes, but there still is the day job that needs to happen and always happen, and I have to, that has to be a part of my reality as well. And also remember, in the words of Homer Simpson, money is exchanged for, for goods and, and services. services. That's how it always works. Always good. And one big thing. Welcome to Flaming Mode. <laughs> and one big thing, and one big thing I think people are realizing, too, is that uh, one thing I'm learning a lot, if you listen to Doreen Virtue, which they mentioned on Jeffrey Miller's show when Michelle was on, our executive producer. Hi. No one can see my finger in that frame. But uh, she is on this big kick about the way you spend your money is a vote. Oh. Like, like I don't shop at Walmart on principle. Okay. Like, you so know yeah, how I'm big on uh, corporate, like how I'm big on uh, corporate... Corporate citizenhood isn't going to go away anytime soon, but right. since they're considered artificial people, where you put your money into those artificial people affects, can affect things politically. And I always believe that. That's why That's I always bought, point. when we bought singles and bought albums. We always bought singles uh -huh. and albums. It, it's people affected, don't understand yeah. that. People don't understand, yes, the, the importance of, as your analogy, going into I'm going to say a record store. Yes, whatever that is. Five that exists now, <laughs> and like purchase because you have to. You yeah, you're you're supporting that thing. Yeah, that's what it's about. You're and so I and I know that's why people do boycotts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I do think they can be effective, even if you're just that one person and you don't want to shop at a certain store. At least you're like voicing it somehow. Yeah, and that's I why it's like. And I and I understand and I understand well since we're going over the overview of the whole year. See, this is the, but this has come out of evolution of things of learning. I didn't just yeah. decide this year, poof. Like, I have, I have to give the time and the patience to understand, like, understand, especially knowing us with the mm -hmm. weight loss and the self-image. We're not going to wake up January 1st, and you will listen, you will hear other people say this. You're not going to wake up on January 1st and change your mind and think that, it's all going to fall into place, and a lot of people you, will, yes, once there's a setback, they'll think they'll think that it's not working. And they'll go right back to the way everything was. And that, that goes back to our point of you have, to really, you have to really make an effort to change the way you're thinking, changing your actions, change the way you're thinking will change the actions, the whole cycle. The whole cycle. And know that slipping and falling is okay because it is going to happen, but don't just think that the one time you trip, that's like, that's it, it's over, it won't work. It's never going to work. Next year I'll try. <laughs> the rest of this year, nuts to that. Because yeah. I used to be. I've done it. Yeah, yeah. were you ever, I know a lot of people, and I used to be like this, and I don't know if any listeners are in the chat or Bridget, Krissa, 
and whoever's in the chat or and Casey who's going to call in because she's running late because she's driving home from Jersey. Drive safe. Drive safe. She can't hear me to say that, but she'll hear <laughs> no, it later. she'll hear it later. I forgot we weren't on. <laughs> <so late. laughs> but uh, uh, lost my train of thought. I had three hours of sleep. Uh, You're doing really well for that, and you look well-rested. Thank you. It's your, your lovely com- complexion. <laughs> my cheek we were bones. talking my earlier about... Because we have another light in here, it's just my little computer room, and I still look like your 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 spectery ghostly friend. <laughs> and, uh, and I'm from New Jersey, so I have the right to tan and use a lot of hairspray. <laughs> so am I, but I've tanned well, I have well, some hair. New York for how many years? Now. I know. Well, no, I I think there should be some more sun in my hair. <laughs> Do you remember your train yet? What, what was my train of thought? <sighs> I don't know, but let's go. Yeah. Do you want to go to exciting news? Yes, exciting news. Because Casey has yeah, because when we once we we will say that Lady and the Jet has brought people together and we've found love better than Max. <laughs> yeah. I'll say here and I don't care if they do. Sorry, Michelle. Max.com did not work for me. Oh gosh. Get in trouble. You met on Christian Mingle, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> you found God match for you. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's match for me. Somebody hit the light. No, very cool news for me is this single gal is no longer single. Yay! Oh my goodness. Who knew? He is a friend of the show and a friend of not mine. His name is Ed, and he's been on before. He's been on the show and yeah. he ironically talked about relationships. And yes, exactly. He's too funny. <laughs> and I knew he really loved me when he bought me this. <laughs> This means true love, people. Yes. He got me a mother. Kind of share hair. I, I designed Lovely. her. The thing that's fabulous is I got to design her. Oh. Yeah, so. <laughs> Gypsies, traps at all. <laughs> I thought about maybe doing the whole show through the Muppet, but. um. Woo! There are our screens. Yeah, having technical difficulties. <laughs> Sorry about that. I, I forget I have to shake the mouse. We haven't done this in so long. I know. I forget okay. everything we need but to. We didn't know how to use Skype. <laughs> Skype was crazy. I forgot how to turn my computer on, how to put on my lip gloss. <laughs> but, yeah, that's how you know someone loves you in my book, Muppet. They made you a share Muppet. <laughs> yeah, Shining mm. Sunny, she's slightly modeled after me, but we couldn't get curly hair. Oh, Sunny. She's See, sunny the good the thing show is girl. Cher, Cher, Share Muppet just reminded me of what I wanted to say a few minutes ago. Thank you. The power of share. You're welcome. Oh. Go ahead. Okay. So what I I I think one big thing besides the guests and speaking to other authentic you people is uh, I wanted to do a whole series uh, called the flaws of attraction. Yeah. That's based on. Uh, we talked about it a lot last season, the the Truth About Attraction by Sandra Lee Taylor from mm-hmm. Hay House. And then I read also Cheryl Richardson's The Art of Extreme Self-Care. And you know how big I am on putting me first and putting yourself first above all else because you can't be any good to anybody and saving yourself first because no one else is going to save you. And I've said that through the years. That's definitely it, what I've realized. It, yeah, and it's definitely cemented between those two on Hay House that I discovered with this, especially those two books, uh, mm-hmm. Truth About Attraction and the Art of Extreme Self-Care. So 
So, and the power of saying no uh, and all that stuff. But that's I, I, something the whole, I've learned and I'm still learning. Yes, mm-hmm. the whole flaws of attraction is coming at you. Yeah. Maybe for sweeps. When does mm-hmm. Blog Talk Radio have sweeps? Oh, no, we're going to check with Michelle. <laughs> Michelle when, <laughs> when sweeps. sweeps. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we'll have our guest walk on guest stars. Yes, yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll stunt cats like Will and Grace did. We'll do a thing where, like, there's a knock at the door. I'm like, yes. oh, no. Oh, oh, look, it's Heather Locklear. Yeah. Hi guys, just stopping by. You know, casual, very cool and casual. Anyway, want to get Casey with her news? Yeah. Oh, bring Casey on. We want to hear her news. All right, Casey, come on up. Hey there, girl. Hello. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? Hello. So I kind of heard a little bit of what you were saying, but I I kind of missed the. I mean, I missed a, a few minutes, obviously. So tell people what happened after you were on our show about relationships. Yes. Happy New Year, by the way. Happy New Year. Well, what happened, actually, so whenever I met, I met Mark uh, about a few weeks before the show, and the the day I called in, I actually even let him listen to it. I was a little wow. nervous because I had just met him and we were talking about online dating. And I met Mark on OkCupid. Okay. And, yeah, it was just – and he didn't even live in New York. He lives in Boston. And uh, he was older than other guys that I'd gone out with. I mean, everything – like, he was the kind of guy I'd never gone out with, actually. Oh, wow. But he see, I really liked his profile – I liked what he wrote to me, and I said, "Sure, let's meet." That's you know, I was I've always like exercised my dating muscle, and I'm like, "Sure, let's meet for lunch. Why not?" I mean, what have you got to lose? And it was great. We had a three and a half hour lunch. He lives in North Andover, but he comes to New York for work every week, and we just had a date every week, and we've been seeing each other ever since. And I met his kids. I spent Christmas with him. I met his parents. I've met his brother. I've met pretty much the whole family and uh it's gotten very serious and we're just yeah we're planning we're planning our future together i mean (laughs) it went from like dating 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 like oh i met someone and now it's we're done i think we're pretty much done like i like him he likes me and that's that's about it you happy that's it that's Congratulations. So, Sounds okay. good. So, Casey, so 2013, you found love and all that stuff. Did you have any resolutions? Um, resolutions. Well, it's funny because I was thinking about, you know, I also like to reflect on where I was a year ago. And a year ago with the new year, I felt that in the dating, in my dating life, I decided that, I was only going to date someone, like, real, if it was really going to be something serious and maybe go somewhere and not just, like, date, you know, like, really pay attention to guys who were or were serious. And it, I guess it happened towards the end of 2012. So I guess 2013, um, I don't know, I think more financial stuff for me. That was kind of like my resolution for this year, just try to pay off my crazy taxes stuff and... But uh, it's been great. We we just got back from the Grand Cayman. I went, uh, Mark and I went for a week at the Grand Cayman and swam with stingrays and had an awesome time. 
<laughs> that was a great way to start the new year. <laughs> well, we're doing a little bit of a round table.
focused on getting myself set, past my path set, my course, a clear straight line that I can see. And then if somebody pops up, somebody pops up. It's no big deal. And too, when you're, and I honestly realized this about myself and, and Alex said it to me as well when I started to date Ed, he's like, you were finally ready for someone good. Because I was, yeah. I had other things in place in my life that were good that I was focusing on, like the show, other stuff in a positive way, my health. And then, like, the good person walks in and was like, hello. And that, you know, and then you'll see it all kind of fall into place when you're ready like that. That's what I've witnessed firsthand. So it's Ain't true. nothing wrong with that. True that, yeah. But be, you got to be okay with yourself first, exactly. So yep. Dean's big focus is to get right on course, yep. whatever that is. That is and just like you and Dan, get a freaking driver's license already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's anyway. one of the pieces. The yeah, next is the promotion. Hopefully, everybody's getting promotions and new jobs around me. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'll get that luck. Let's see. Yeah. Nothing to do with luck. Too luck is luck is a- illusion. Luck is something. I'll I'll look it up in the book. It's something in the book. But stick around, oh. Dean. We're gonna go to another caller and then bring you back. I'll research. Okay. But down in the library. I'm going down to the library. Bye. <laughs> okay, we actually want to say hi to Tim, who's waiting in the queue. Hello, Tim. Hey, how y'all doing? Hi, hi. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Yeah, Lori and I are calling from North Carolina. Wow. Good friends of Ed. <laughs> 2012, 2013, amazing transition. That's all I can yeah. say. Yeah. How so in your how so life has it transitioned? Oh, let's let's see. Geography. I moved from Boston to Virginia slash North Carolina. Career change. Went from media to advertising to uh, now insurance. Wow. Uh, Relationship wise, went from being happily single to now happily uh, involved with. Actually, somebody I fell in love with when I was five years old. That's awesome. I love it. <laughs> so when you talk about changes and you talk about luck and you talk about uh, evolution, mm-hmm. it's huge. And I'm kind of uh, going through the whole thing. That's yeah. awesome. Did you always, um, in the back of your mind, were you working towards this the whole time in these last? To be honest with you, up, uh, I just turned 41, right? So up until this point, I have always concentrated on money. Money was the be-all and end-all, career, motivation, you know, it was everything. Dangerous now, driving. A lot of people. It's a, it, it's a very dangerous road, though, because when you become money-motivated, you miss out on the rest of life. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You can also keep those other options open. And as an aside, Tim, it's funny that you bring that up because I always, and he's going to listen to this eventually and he'll come on the show anyway, but I always wanted to tell you that about Ed. Yes. Too. It, 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 he feels like since we're both places, blah, 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 whatever you want to quantify it as, <laughs> right. he, his money focus was me in my 20s to like maybe 33, 34. Yeah. Remember how I was. <laughs> constantly chasing that financial freedom, that financial security. And since I was constantly chasing it, it was constantly running away from me. 
and I was doing. It's elusive. It is an elusive little monster. Mm-hmm. And let me yeah. tell you, I have owned I have owned six ad agencies. Um, mm-hmm. I'm actually pretty well known in the digital uh, marketing space, and it is so elusive. You know, the mm-hmm. money, the prestige, the position in life. Um, <laughs> It disappears quick. Yeah. And did you feel like it could just like like that? It was it could just change. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um. One actually one of the reasons why I I joined uh, Facebook initially. Um. Now I'll, I'll just go into this like real real uh, lightly here, but uh, I went through some pretty serious life changing stuff, health wise. Mm-hmm. And. I mean, heck, it opened the door to get back in touch with uh, Ed and uh, a bunch of uh, yeah. real good friends that I went to school with, people that I really cared about at another stage in life. Yeah, health is always a so, huge check. Yes, it is. <laughs> Whenever something happens to them, they finally, it's, it's, it's kind of like that wake-up call. Too. Yeah, that's the kick. <laughs> Big it's time. Real. All of a sudden, the money doesn't mean jack. Mm-hmm. I got you, yep. Um, you find, you know, your family, your friends, people that have meant something to you in the past or in the present, uh, those become very much the priority. Yeah. That's the truth of it all. It is. That's like the real part. And did you feel that when you let go of the chase and you let go of constantly trying to find or seek it, that it fell into place easier? It's a, it's a cliche. Let go and let God, if you want to phrase it some other way, if you don't right. want to say it that way. But when you finally let go of the grip, trying to grab that money or trying to grab that image of prestige, did it finally happen in a way that you finally said, I can, I can move forward in my life and this is a life so I want to live? It actually sticks yeah. uh, as opposed to you know, when you squeeze too hard, things go mm-hmm. right through your fingers. Totally. But That's, when you yeah. take things kind of in stride, um, it yeah, you know, it just it kind of sticks with you as a person, you know, and you and, and you evolve and you move along in life, and hopefully, you, know, you you learn to take some time and enjoy other things other than the money. Mm-hmm. Because That's at the end of the day, or at at the end of your life, you can't take it with you. No, the exactly. Thing, the only thing that's left is how you touched other people. And uh, again, going through, uh, like I said, some of the uh, some of the things I've been through that pretty crystal clear to me. Excellent. Well, thank you. Thank so you. I hope I didn't bum your show out. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, actually, if we can get back to you, if you want to stick around for a little bit, we're going to try to bring people on if we can come up with a topic and, you know, yeah. how to be- give we advice might, to listeners and all have, that stuff from real perspectives. Yeah. And holding patterns on the phone, and we're going to go to someone else next. But it's nice to do voice-to-voice. <laughs> I know I've seen you on Facebook. We'll definitely have a friend up. Absolutely, yes. After this, look, you know, find me and request. We're all good. Definitely. And I'm looking forward to trying those cupcakes, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) All right, stick around. We're going to go Bridget. Bridget, are you there, darling? From Atlanta, right? Hotline, Bridget. Hello. 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 Hey, welcome friends back. of the show. Hi, welcome everyone. Back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I missed you guys. 
doing? A little for Wendy. A little for Wendy. How you doing? Exactly. How you girl? How was your year? I know we've talked about it, but share with the group. (laughs) (laughs) It's been kind of hard being down in Georgia all by myself. Uh, I'm trying to get out more. Um, I've been on a couple of dates, but yeah, no. Okay. It's all right if it's not working out right now. You're doing it. You're, and I've, I've said this, and I know I had to say it to myself, and Alex had to say it to me. You're putting in the work and doing the steps mm-hmm. to get what you want to go. So even if right now those dudes are still schmoes, and I, you could call me at a later date and tell me all about them if you need to. If you've got some <laughs> or if you want to call them out on the radio. I could basically just sum it up and say they lift the, I'm on eHarmony now, and all the guys that they're sending me are like are way too far away, like in Florida and South Carolina. And the ones that are like in my area, they're not very attractive looking. Oh. I'm not I'm not shallow like that, but there has to be some physical attraction. But yeah, they're not really working out for me. But at least you got some day and you were doing it. And that's the that's the main thing and that's the thing that we even that I wanna go even back to and like like Tim was saying and everyone else, you're putting the work in and you're doing it to eventually get the results. But also, want. yeah, also at that point, like Tim said and mm-hmm. we said that uh you know, let it let it flow. Give ease. Don't don't you don't hold want to obsess it so hard. Yeah. So much either, and that that's the other part is you don't want to get so wrapped up where it becomes something that becomes a negative to you, or it eats you up inside in a way. You have to you just have to go with it, ride the wave, bridge. Yeah. And I also I told you this, and I to, I've told Dean this. I told I told Allison, Lady Hope over here, and I may offer this advice to you, Bridget. I I do it more and more, more and more that uh, dress the part. Like, show up. Like, I always tell Dean when he comes to me to a party or even, like, to hang out at the bar, yeah. dress like you're on a date. I've told it's you to do this. Yeah, 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 dress like, like you're that. on a date. Mm-hmm. Just dress right. the part. Like, Wendy Williams even says it. If you're going to go to the Stop and Shot, put a little, like, rouge on. And, Why not? Yeah. And you, you don't know. know when you're going to bump into someone. You don't know when you're going right. to be on a, a really awful blind date <laughs> and meet someone's friend. Because I will tell you, there's nothing worse than... <laughs> Being out like in your sweats and you did make a, make an effort and then bumping into someone. And there's like, <laughs> are you laughing? Are you talking from experience? Yeah, and then wanting to hide in the corner. And I may have heard a phone call from you about this, perhaps. <laughs> I think I might remember a text or a phone call. Yeah. <laughs> So 2013, Bridget, what's your outlook? What's your resolution? What's your evolution, your evolution? for 2013? What were, what my, were you growing? My, um, I'm learning on, working on learning Portuguese. Ooh. Ooh. Whoa. <laughs> I figured it would be fun to learn. So I already know a little bit of Spanish, so it helps figure out what everything else means in Portuguese because they're so similar. So I figured it's a natural progression. Yeah. I like that. I love that. That's a really good another point, like put a new skill in there. Why not? Yeah. Like why not add that to your whole lexicon of life? It's like here's my new little skill I'm gonna do or something to like, you know, to put to put some of your creativity and intelligence into for something else, not just work, come home, sleep, eat, you know, do something else that's exciting. 
Are you taking like an online class or an in-person class or what are you doing? First, I downloaded an app on my phone and the mm -hmm. free trial period's over. So I went on my company's website and they have like this CD library thing where I can check out different CDs and I checked out the Portuguese CD. Cool. Yeah. And it's free, so it's even better. Yeah, nice. And, yes, budget-friendly, which is a big thing for me this year. <laughs> That's awesome, Dylan. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, I expect a crazy uh, Portuguese phone call sometime from you in the future. Uh, that will right. be oh, no. in the Dang. distant future because I don't know how to put sentences together yet. So. Oh, right. <laughs> you can, like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I appreciate uh, it. We'll probably come back to you. Who's yeah. in the 617 out there? There's apparently a stranger with a 617. In the queue. Who's yeah. out there who wants to talk to us, who doesn't want to talk, who's not speaking to Michelle? Ballistic come on. Ballistic. Come on to our crazy yeah, show. Yeah, go ahead. Why not? Let him put him on. Let's, Are you there? No hold bar. No hold bar. Unscripted. Are you there, Mystery 617? Authentic U Media Unscripted. Oh, Okay. They're still hanging out. They're they're hanging out. I don't know. I want to know the mystery caller. I know. I wonder is that one of our celebrity guests that we don't even know maybe, about yet? Maybe maybe it's uh maybe it's a uh, share calling because she saw the Muppet. She did. And she we were, saw the Muppet. No, I have to Muppet. check myself to see if it's anybody's number. I know. I don't wear. <laughs> Who memorizes numbers? Who wears six hundred? I don't know. I have I'm no not idea. Sure either. Oh man. Uh, well, maybe we could get a little. Group discussion. Yeah, let's get a group we going because I want to hear. You. I want to hear some stuff that sucked about 2012. Yeah, maybe people. we could exercise some. Details. Yeah, let's 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 get it out there. What what you thought was went wrong, and how you think you're gonna write it. Holding it in isn't healthy. Yeah. I'm no, I'm no, I'm not against complaining and whining and wah, 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 because it has to come out of you. If you do it all the time, then okay, that's a little too much, but everybody needs their, like, you know, bitch sessions. So. Okay. Mm. So, Michelle, yeah, right. let's bring everyone live. Let them all go live. Let them all go live. Roll call. Who's out there? Everyone. <laughs> Crazy. All right, go. Hi, it's Casey. Hey. I know who the 617 is. But I can't hear anybody now. Oh, oh there we go. <laughs> I think it's a second delayed. Okay. Oh, that's Dean. Oh, no, I meant... Oh, no, yeah, seven. six one seven. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, that would be cool. We could pop on in. So, guys, so whoever's on, and we could take turns. Yeah. What is... What was some of the, like, suckiest stuff that ever sucked about... Uh, yeah. Well, Casey like, you'll, you'll be happy to say Alvita Zane, too, and yeah. that really bugged you. Casey, go ahead, and then we'll go to Dean. What were you saying? What was the worst thing of 2012? Did you want to like... But this year is over. Yeah, well, you're happy to wave goodbye to and never visit again. <laughs> well, I had an awful two-month relationship in April. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> and I'm glad that's, you know, over, and I'm so glad I met Mark. And 
Yeah, so it's pretty simple. It was a it was a pretty devastating short relationship that ended awfully. And but you know what? And whoever I know what we were talking earlier about hanging in there. I mean, I I got married and I got divorced five years ago, and I've been dating more than anyone I know five years in New York, and never had a boyfriend in five years until last year, the end of 2012, and it's. It was worth it. I mean, and I feel like of all the guys that I ever went out with, none of I don't really feel like I lost out on any of them because they weren't the right one for me. Right. And meeting Mark was just, it's like, oh, it, that's all it is. Like when you realize that you were with all these wrong people, when you're with the right one, it's like, oh, that makes sense. You just, because you, sometimes you try so hard to try to make, you have maybe a few things in common or some things that work, but there's a lot of things that don't work. And then you try so hard and it's frustrating and, you're sad, but it's. I feel like all it is is just. It's timing. So much of it is timing, and yeah. being ready yourself, and you meet the right person, and it it works. And I feel like everyone tells you that, or people who are in relationships looks when you're dating, you're like, I know everybody says this, but when it happens, it's really true. It's so easy. There's no drama. And I'm really thankful. I'm so thankful that that guy was such the wrong guy, and I was so heartbroken over that guy, but. Meeting Mark, it's like, how could I have been sad about that guy? That guy's an idiot. So that's what I'll have to say about 2012. Meeting Mark was the best thing. Think about all the past people, and I think about people or lost sleepover, and then I feel like such a fool. And I was like, really, him? (laughs) You and Casey are so much more evolved than I. <laughs> you know, I was right like, now. thank God that. Well, I was like, and I'm like, I was even like, I'd laugh to myself, or I'd see the guy, and I'd like in my head, now with being with that, I'd see like the past person that was a dork, because I thought that was a good idea. And, Buh. Yeah. And I was like, what was I thinking? And I was just like, ha ha, suckle. And he's like, what are you laughing at? I go, oh, nothing. Oh. You? Why did I look you? Oh, I'm silly and young. Uh, yeah, you know, you know. uh, that's really, really inspiring. I will listen to the show mm-hmm. on the replay yeah. and listen to Casey and you and mm-hmm. try to do it. Yeah, let's talk to. I know, that's a whole other show. But let's go to Dean. Yeah. Talk about what was the suckiest what stuff. What sucked about 2012? <laughs> well, my 2012 was, it was pretty it's fairly pretty decent. decent. The suckiest part was probably was. my brother. Mm-hmm. He, he he was he not going down not. the right road. So hopefully he is now. It seems there seems to be a lot of changes, but I'm kind of I hate to say it, I'm a little skeptical, but that's probably because I'm so really afraid for him. Like, right? Yeah, sibling rivalry, blah blah blah. But it's just like I don't know when you can see somebody's potential and they can't because they just don't know. It's frustrating, yeah. and, like, you kind of have to throw them out there and let them sink or swim a little bit on their own. If they're sinking a little bit, you lift them up a little bit. It's, that's what I kind of had to do with my dad, and it's, like, hopefully it seems to be working. That was just the suckiest part, all of that stuff going down, like, all at once. It was just like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, and I told you, I told you too, that he has to grow on his own, too. That's yep. the only way something grow for you know, for real, and it'll stick that way. It has to be within them first. Mm-hmm. And they, you have to take responsibility for your own life, no yes. matter what 
no matter if you're at an age where you're aware of what you're doing and you can act like an adult, because that's, that's what your brother point. was doing. He was trying to act like an adult, but he wasn't, you know, he wasn't an adult and he didn't have an adult mentality. And, nope. and, and he needed, he needs to grow on his own and figure out that you know, sometimes you have to pull out the safety net. Yeah. Or the universe is going to you because that's always happened to me. It's a big crash in a first. Uh, that crash is awful, but... It's a big lesson. Either you pick yourself up or you go under. Yeah. There's exactly. two choices. Of life. Yeah. You either pick yourself up <laughs> or you really go is. under. There, that is. It is very okay. black and white. All right. So yeah. we'll go to two. Well, we'll be back to you, Dean, and yeah. everybody else. Yep, for yep. Do you think... Dean, All right. you, Tim? Tim, you still, still around? around? My new buddy, Tim. Hello? No. No. What about, okay. Oh. Oh. Right, bye, Tim. Bye, Tim. We'll okay. talk to you on the Facebook. Bridget, you're Bridget. still on. Come on back in. What was the suckiest suck that ever sucked That's in 2012? 2012. <laughs> um, my suckiest thing that sucked in 2012 was having a spirit in my apartment. It was kind of scary at the beginning. And, uh-huh. yeah, it, he, I felt him. And then I saw shadows, and then after I saved my apartment, he was pushing down my back at night. It, it was, didn't go too well about that. Yeah. And um, I I empowered myself, and slowly but surely it got better, but then it got worse all over again because, mm-hmm. yeah, I had a really bad dream about an intruder in my house, and and then I woke up. And then the then I saw the outline of the ghost in my doorway. Allison, I told you about this. And it was yep. just standing there and staring at me. And and at that point, I was like, that's it. And I said with force, get out of my apartment. You're no longer welcome here. I can't help you. Get out, get out, get out. So that, mm-hmm. that really helped me empower myself because I also remember what the ghost hunters were saying. It says you have to let it know who's boss and take no prisoner mentality. And I figure that'll work with other things in my life as well. It's It's worked in the paranormal and the normal. Exactly. (laughs) Both normal. It does, Bridget. I'm proud of you for for doing that. And I can't imagine how unnerving and terrifying it must have been because I would have been a mess. Did you ever figure out, did you have that horror movie montage where you tried to figure out who it was? Where you're looking through, like, microfiche. Microfiche, and it was <laughs> flushing across the screen. And, and you, an old record. Yeah. I, I mean, I looked on the check. internet, but nothing, nothing really came up since it was an apartment no. building. So that nothing really ever came up. Um, it's an Absolutely. island, I mean. Yeah. I'm around water, so that also enhances the spirit activity. Oh, but that is a really great, an even bigger lesson, like you said, to take away and to keep that for your normal life, too. So is that your ethos for 2013, that you learned to empower yourself? You had that big lesson, no matter what it was, paranormal or normal, quote-unquote, Yeah. that that you learned to empower yourself against this demon, literally, yeah. maybe, yeah. and, and you, you segued it into your real life. Yes. Yay! Yay! Reverse. Dean, let's go back to Dean and see what the in the circle. All right, (laughs) Dean. Yes. All right. So we talked about your brother, and that sucked in 2012. So what did that teach you about approaching your 2013? Hmm. Hmm. 
Um, it's like, like um, Tim was saying before, like you mm-hmm. can't just grasp something so hard because it'll slip through your fingers. And that's what my father and I were kind of trying to do. We were trying to just like, no, don't do this. No, don't do that. No, and it just yeah, it just taught team. me let it be a little bit. And yeah. I can't really focus on like to reiterate. I can't really always focus on everybody else. Yes, it's nice, it's family and everything, but I have to make sure I'm okay as well because if I'm in a crappy situation, what help can I be when they need it? Exactly. You just have to be there together with yourself. Exactly. My family is like one of the, and my close friends are like some of the backbone people like, that I fall back on and they fall back on me and it's like and I try to tell them and help them out and I could there's only so many times you could repeat something before they have to learn it on their own and say how how did I not get that and I told them because you have to learn it first that's right that's well, I guess nice. also teaching others in a different way I guess I don't know but yeah it's that whole thing excuse me I'm like having I'm having Alan's falafel reverb but uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, but yeah, it's, it goes back to that whole thing where you can't be any good to anyone if you're not good to yourself. Yep. In any all relationships, not just love. Your relationship, yeah. Your family too, and your friends. Hmm. And maybe even coworkers. And maybe even coworkers and everyone. Well, thank you, Dean. Yeah, we appreciate that was it. Lovely. Go back to Casey one more time. One more time before we say goodbye. Yes, Casey. Hey. Still there? Hey. I kind of switched phones. Okay. Okay, okay cool. darling. Uh, right. Oh, you met your you met your love. Yes. Met the love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, this year is really just about logistics because we live in different cities and he has a family, and so it'll it's really exciting. I mean, things are are moving and shaking. Yeah. So I mean, stuff has to happen at his job so that he can find another job closer to New York and relocate everyone closer to New York. I mean, this is a plan. It's really exciting. So we'll see. That, we'll see what happens. All the works. And that has that, that probably has, like, changed your outlook on everything for 2013, like the, just the whole excitement of it. And just yeah, being the in- excitement of it, and it's it'll be really interesting in the summer because I'm an avid beach volleyball player. I played I, last summer. Uh-huh. I played a tournament almost every weekend, uh-huh. so it'll be interesting to see how we can kind of make it all work. I might have to alternate weekends with volleyball in Boston, or we might go to Europe. And well, we are going to go to Europe, so it it'll be it's. I mean, it's just fun. It's it's just it's a good problem to have. Just a yeah, lot to look right. forward to. Yeah, plus and having he's a great guy, and he was a six one seven. He was listening in, yeah. <laughs> but he didn't want to talk. Okay. That's cool. I'm glad. Thanks, <laughs> thanks for getting us another listener. <laughs> 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 he's excited. <laughs> yeah, this is fun. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for having me. We'll have we'll have you back. We love we love having people on real people, real talk with mm-hmm. real people. Yeah. But your story of love is for real. We're all real people. <laughs> 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 Try to think about that and maybe make it work. 
Because we haven't confessed our suckiest sucks of 2012. <laughs> anyway, so we'd like to thank you, Casey, again, for yes, sharing. thank you so much. Uh, we so, can't wait to have you back. And, wow, good luck. Good luck with your guy and everything. Can't wait to see more on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, definitely, yeah. <laughs> I'll be posting more, for sure. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year. Sure. Okay, so, Lady Ho, what was your suckiest suck of 2012? We didn't talk about us. Look at, um, amazingly enough, we didn't talk about us. Crazy. It's totally crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, what would be your suckiest suck of 2012 as we close oh, out with our last, goodness. like, eight minutes? My suckiest suck of 2012. Um, I, I guess I went a little, I got stunted in my whole pursuit of weight loss. Yeah. And that would, I would say that would be it. Mm-hmm. Is whatever goal I had in my head is I'm not there yet. And I wanted to be there by now, which was the two year mark of surgery. So I did get bummed down on myself and down on myself and all the cliche dumb things, but it's one of the, I'm taking new different steps to keep it going because I assumed what I was doing was just putting me in the holding pattern and I wasn't progressing. Yeah, I hit a plateau. So that's my my plateau with my health, I would say, would be my thing. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, it was interesting because you know how Al Roker wrote that his new new biography is all about his – gastric bypass yeah. surgery or the lap band. He got the lap band too. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah. And he's talking about, it's not, it's once you hit a plateau and he's so obsessed with looking at himself in the mirror mm-hmm. and he got obsessed with weighing himself every day. And he's, if he's too up, yep. he gets crazy. If he's too down, he's happy and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do a real chat show about that. Yeah. Too. We'll we talk are. about weight It'll loss. It'll be very surgery. real. Exactly. Okay. What about yours? <sighs> My suckiest suck of 2012 was my romantic comedy moment that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. And it's, 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 you know this from personally from me going into mm-hmm. 2013 now, I just don't want to do it anymore, that I had that, I was, it was, picture it, Jim Barr, what was it, like two, three months ago? Uh, we're playing Flip Cup. I know, we're playing flip cup on a Sunday night. That's so adorable. And this guy, this guy that I was sort of into from volleyball, who I coach kind of reluctantly because Dan can convince me to do anything, I guess. And uh, and uh, playing flip cup, we're, across, we're on opposing teams. We're looking at each other across the – we're looking at cro- across the table at each other. And you have that romantic comedy moment when you look at – you look at each other into each other's eyes and you just say, Oh, this could be right and what if I take a chance on this? So I, I, I let go of all my boundaries like Christina did in uh in the sweetest thing. thing. I sh- I won't was it I won't fear. What is it? What did she say? Oh, I know. We have to get that quote. <laughs> we have to get that, that silly quote in from that fake book they were reading. Yeah, yeah. Relation dating is all about boundaries. Yeah. Uh but I, I let go of all my boundaries. I didn't go, you know, to Peter's brother's wedding. No. You can get that reference. Then you know the movie. Yes. Go ahead. Uh, but uh, I was willing to go to Peter brother's, Peter's brother's wedding. But so I asked him out, and I found out he's already seeing somebody. And uh, 
yeah, it sort of fizzled out from there. And now I'm yeah. completely discouraged because I had a series of bad dates in uh, during the summer. And uh, and people get mad at me for not drunk dialing them and all this crap. Which is wacky. Which is wacky. They're not the recipients of my drunk dials, and apparently that makes people, people get mad. mad over anything. If but, you... but when I when I'm texting them and calling them sober, they don't want to hear from me. That makes no sense. So, and I say to that, they're probably not the people you want to know anyway. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll believe that at one point. I know, darling. Season. It's okay. We got a whole year. But it, but it, but as a checkpoint for 2013, yes, it made me wanna focus on everything, including the show, school, uh, the work I have now, mm-hmm. what we can do with the show, what can, what, like, what yeah. the hell am I gonna do with my writing and stuff? Yeah, to make it fly. Because yeah, there's there's a thing that Carolyn Miss said on uh, Hey House that. Maybe there's some things you need to tell yourself that you're never going to do. So when I heard that show before the new year or after the new year, I had to. I really have to sit down, and I want to sit down, and I've been sitting down mm-hmm. saying, maybe I need to tell myself I'm never going to do this yeah. and let it go. So I really have to look at that. And I, I put that out there to our listeners that that if you keep telling yourself to do something or you're going to do it or I'm, I should do this, mm-hmm or I will do this, or one day I'll do this. Maybe you need to sit down and yeah. say, maybe this is never going to happen unless I do this. And that's what and I was thinking about, that's too. That's really like, going to be the saying that works. Like, unless I want to really write in TV, maybe I have to move to L.A. And, you know, you have to weigh all the options right. and what the reality of it is, what the realism of it is, where is the industry that you want yeah. to get in, you have to put how do you make it work. In the place you want to be in, you have to already Dress the part. You have to yeah. act like you're there already. Yeah, you have show to be up in yeah. that world. And you have to make yourself a player in that world, whatever world you're looking to. And if in. you're not willing to do it, then are you really going to make it happen? Mm-hmm. Wow, that's yeah. depressing. Let's talk about something <laughs> chipper in our last three minutes. Sorry, I got a little too deep. No, it's, you know what? It's good to get that deep. I don't think it's that's depressing. I mean, it could be a little, it's a sobering thought, but it's something that you take with you to then go reach your goals with, Yeah. honestly. Yeah. And that could be the same for my, you know, continuing loss and then you want, you know, your career and all that stuff. <sighs> exactly. Anyway, exhale. Everyone take a deep breath. Should this is do? a great show. No, we'll figure it out. Man. Maybe someday. Yeah. Someday. Yeah, I'm off I'm so off track with that. Maybe that's why I'm so off balance. I still can't focus enough and turn off my crazy brain to do it. Everyone says yeah. I should. Yeah. I know it'll probably keep me from going well enough. So this season we have some exciting stuff coming. Guests, real people, people who got published in Huffington Post. Yes. People on Authentic You. People, people have written books. Yeah, and actually are published. Our uh, published authors. We have our, ex- our executive producer's book is two books this year from Llewellyn and Publishing. Awesome. Are coming out. Uh, mm-hmm. We're gonna do flaws of attraction. Yeah. And we're gonna do more food stuff. We're, we're gonna, gonna have do, our, uh, our buddy Curtis on. Yeah. And then we're gonna, our next show next week is called Case of the Fake People. Oh, and yeah, we're going to ask the question, one. are you too ugly for Facebook? Think about it. Think about what that means to you. And you. And you and you and you. 
Yeah. Is your self-esteem based on social media? Exactly, as it seems that more and more it is. And more and more it is. Think and about that for you. Think about that for next week. You want to join <laughs> us? We'll be talking about it on our page, on yeah, the Facebook page. Lady and the gent on the ampersand, not ands, on Facebook. Like us. Like us. You can follow me on Twitter at Urban Gent Alex. And all messages, that write us questions. And we will go to the outro music. Thank you, everybody. We love Thank you, you for guys. Listening and watching. <laughs>